Thanks for tuning in to the Adaptix Conversations podcast. At Adaptix, we're always seeking to learn new things so we can fulfill our purpose, empowering business leaders and organizations to continually grow and improve. With each episode, an Adaptix team member sits down with a new business expert to compare and contrast experiences around growth, improvement, and leadership so we can learn from each other and most importantly, share with you. If you're interested in finding more episodes like this one or want to learn a little more about what we do, find us on LinkedIn or visit our website at odaptics.com. Can I ask you another quick question about culture? Because yeah, that's a big focus of ours here. And Go ahead. I'm really, really fascinated by sports franchises. And it's funny because you know, I've been a business professional for like, I'm going to date myself in 22 years now, give or take, right? <laughs> and, you know, you always see people, you know, they go work in different industries, right? You know, somebody maybe majors in engineering, but they end up becoming a salesperson for, you know, an oil and gas company or something like that. Just gave a great example of our CEO, by the way. Um, <laughs> you know, and people start in different fields and whatever else. Is working in a sports franchise and i know you may not have a ton of experience in other organizations but it's still an organization right like i think a lot of people may have this view that oh they're this just kind of magical place to work or whatever else they still have cultures though i'm sure that are different can you give us can you give us any tangible examples of like and i'm not talking values now when i say culture because everybody wants to have integrity right everybody wants to do good things for the world but behaviors, the way things get done in these organizations. Do you have any examples of like just contrast where not right and wrong necessarily, but things you've seen done differently in one organization for another and another oh, yeah. one may be effective and the other may be effective too. They're just different. Yeah. So um, obviously like I've, I've worked for, you know, the majority of my work experiences with sports teams. Um, there's definitely a big difference in the way you're treated in a role with a minor league team. Like I was with the Fireflies and then going professional. And it's not necessarily in a bad way. It's just, a, you know, there's a different standard. There's a different level of care for what's going on on the field, you know, cause I, I and I don't mean to belittle single A baseball because, you know, everything has its value, but you know, we're talking about the NFL and MLB here. So that's something that holds a lot more value to the viewership of the sport. So there's definitely that, like a little bit of different expectations from you work-wise. Um, just kind of like things that are different. I mean, so part-time, you know, you don't always get the in-office experience. Like you don't really get to really be super like invested into the culture. But I will say one constant that I have noticed between the three professional teams that I worked for, they all to some extent kind of feel like a family. And especially since I started with the Jaguars, um, you know, a lot of people just from, if you just watch sports, you know, the Jaguars have had the first pick the last two years, so they haven't been doing that well. But from an organizational standpoint, like, I, I don't think I could have picked a better place to work. I mean, everyone there is so kind. Everyone there is, I mean, I just started. So obviously I haven't had the full investment of experience where I've been fully, you know, engulfed in everything. But my first week was incredible. The people around me in my department, everyone was super hands-on with me helping me out and they were very understanding of the fact that you know I'm coming from a different place so we have a different expectation and they you know or you know a different way of doing things which isn't wrong or right but it's different 
Um, and, you know, the Jaguars just do a lot for their employees. And that's something I really have appreciated working here. I mean, just for instance, I think I've told you guys this off podcast, like, you know, they feed us lunch every day. They have an ice cream bar on Wednesdays. <laughs> they brought us smoothies. They brought us smoothies on Friday. Like they brought a smoothie truck in. Um, like tomorrow I'm going into work. It's pasta Monday. So there'll be a pasta bar. Like it's just little things like that, that, you know, they really show that they care about their employees. And honestly, I think that kind of trickles down to the whole organization. My first day, I met one of the heads of uh, one of the heads of kind of like overseas a bunch of different departments. Um, and everyone just there was just super interactive with me. Like they, I was wearing my Carolina polo. Um, I'm wearing Carolina shirt right now, but I was wearing my polo because I didn't have any Jaguar stuff. So everyone had a comment about my polo, asked me where I'm from, like wanted to know X, Y, and Z about me. And I, I really just felt like I was at home when I was there. And that's something really cool that I, I didn't necessarily feel with the other teams, but also that may come from me working part-time and now I'm kind of more inverse, like, you know, in there in the office and not like on the outside doing and working external events for the teams like I was before. So that's definitely something that I've noticed that I really enjoy. And then also the fact that we get to use a lot of the facilities with the Jaguars, like they open up the weight room to, to staff members from five to seven every weekday. Like I can go in there and work out if I want to. Like it's it's awesome. It's really cool the way they treat their employees. And like I said, everyone's super friendly. And something cool that you may like to hear about the assistantship process that they were doing um, with my department is so my co-assistant, his name is Joe. He started in April around the draft time. So that's a very busy time. He was telling me about how hectic that was. And so the other, the other co-assistant of his ended up leaving before I came. And so he will be kind of like my mentor going into it. And he has been, he's been awesome. I, I love him to death. He's one of my, he's going to be a good friend of mine. I could tell. Um, but he, uh, he's kind of been a mentor for me, guiding me into training camp and stuff. And so his assistantship period ends at the end of the season. So from February to April, I will be the mentor for the next assistant. So the kind of how they cycle it out every nine months. And it gives you kind of like a three month period to where you're kind of really guiding someone through the process. Um, I think it's really cool and it's a really integrative way to do it. Um, just because I, I never heard of something like that before. Um, obviously I, I don't have, you know, all organizational experiences, so there might be other teams that do that. But when I heard that I was really excited because not only do I get to soak up all this stuff from Joe, I'm going to get to take it on to the next person and be a mentor to them and really kind of show them the ropes of working with the Jaguars. So, it's, it's, you know, that's it's, cool. that yeah. is awesome. And it, it reminds me, it's like, it's, it's kind of a, like signs of a structurally sound organization in terms of when you're taking care of the, not necessarily lower level employees, but the people that are at the top, it's showing you, Hey, we value what you do. We appreciate the fact that you guys come in here with this attitude and do what you're supposed to do every day. And it's kind of cool that they reward you for that in a sense, or make you feel the sense of belonging. And you'll have an opportunity as you learn now to like pass it forward to the next person. It's like, you know, we do, a, um, what we do here, Andrew's learned, you know, who knows how much in, you know, 20 plus years of experience and all that stuff he learns, he's, he gives that information to me. So it's like, I'm, I'm yeah. benefiting from that. And it's, it's similar. What's going to happen with you is you're getting all that information from someone who's been there, done that, experienced it. And now you get to like, pay that forward to the next person it's just a kind of a cool process to see how it works and yeah i really and like appreciate I was, that yeah and like yeah. i was saying it kind of gives you like a built-in friend to lean on at work so yeah. like joe joe has been super cool with me and it, he's awesome and shout out to him 
Uh, also, another thing we do uh, organizationally that I really love is we have a thank you card program. So if you are working with somebody and you like something that they do, you take a thank you card from the office, you write down their name, why you wanted to write it for them, and you give them a sticker. And all of us have a mini helmet. And uh, so once you get X amount of stickers on your mini helmet, you get a prize. So if you get enough thank you cards, you know, you get, you get noticed for that by the organization. So I think that's really cool. That's awesome. You know, Jared, you said a word earlier, you just said friend a second ago, but you said family before that. These little things like this kind of show you the power of simple rituals, right? In shaping an organization's culture. Cause I have a feeling that it wouldn't necessarily feel like family were it not for those little things, right? Yeah. Where everybody's backing each other. I mean, we all are pretty good families. I know I do. Um, we help each other out, right? We got oh, each yeah. other's back when we need to. It sounds like you have that in the organization that you work for and onward and upward. Um, people are that dedicated to working there. They're naturally going to do the best job that they possibly can. Correct. Yeah, a little bit more about that kind of family feeling. Uh, you know, it's, it's little things because, you know, everyone kind of says that and it sounds cliche, but it is. Like another little thing this week, like when I get there, like my desk, all six of the people in my department, our desk are all in one room. Like we took over a conference room and we're all in the centralized place. So it's not like I have a cubicle where I'm spaced out from somebody like my desk is next to all the people that I work with. And it makes it very easy for us to be collaborative. It's like, hey, I need you up at lower suite for an event. Um, if one of my, you know, coordinators comes and tells me that, like I can run up there really quick or, you know, it's just like it's a tight knit group. And having stuff like that, you know, you're really with everyone. I think that's a really unique experience, um, at least that I've had throughout my professional career, because I haven't, I haven't seen anything like it. And uh, I really, I like I said, I, I've said this multiple times, but I really love, you know, working for the Jaguars so far. And they do, they do a lot of things right. It's really, really neat. One, one of the things we measure in our culture assessments is collaboration, right? And we measure it within groups, uh, in between groups with single organizations or if they're merging requiring each other and all the academic evidence in the world this common freaking sense everybody knows this is that greater the collaboration you have amongst groups and organizations generally the better the performance is right okay. so the fact that you guys do that or whoever your leader was to make that decision or could have been you to work like that it's a brilliant move and it is the little things by the way that make all the difference in the world because if you've got six people doing that there and then you got six more over here and six more over here and the executives, management, et cetera, right? You're going to get a high-performing organization out of that. And I'll be surprised. Did, did the Jaguars, have they changed ownership or management recently? No, so Shad Khan has owned the team. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you the year, but it's been a long time. Okay. Uh, he's the owner. Uh, everyone that I've ever talked to that said that they had them, that met him, that they love him. I haven't gotten the chance to meet him yet. I hope I get to while I'm there. I'd love to meet him. He's a great businessman. I, I'd love to just sit down and have a conversation with him. Nice. Um, but, you know, I, I haven't had the chance yet. He travels a lot. So, um, but yeah. Anybody who owns a professional football team is probably the best businessman, right? Like, you got to really <laughs> good to even get there. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to have a lot of money. Uh, you got to make it first, I think, right? And most people don't do that for whatever oh, yeah. it's worth by having really bad organizational cultures in the businesses that they run. So, you know, hats off to him for sure, because that's a high performing organization right there. 
It's interesting that like collaboration is such like a, a fundamental thing that you learn when you're younger. You're like, if you're, you know, they teach you when you play a sport that if you play together, you succeed, you do better. And it's just interesting to hear such a fundamental thing that so often gets forgotten in modern cultures. It's just, it's just something that gets left in the dust because they get, especially with 2020. Yeah. And it's like, things get so results oriented as opposed to like, in terms of using what you have, your structure and developing a good collaboration between your employees, it seems like something that's lost. So it's cool. Yeah. So what it does. Yeah. So from a sports sense, I'll go with a little baseball reference here. And I was having a conversation with somebody, a professional the other day um, at a baseball game. And we were talking about, um, about, you know, how the games shifted towards all statistical computer-based stuff, like, all these, all these organizations of baseball right now, and it's kind of making the game not as much fun to watch because people are going everything off computers. And from what I've always seen playing baseball growing up and just, you know, watching the game, like baseball is such a gut feeling sport. And honestly, it's a very good analogy for life because sometimes a computer can tell you you're going to fail. You're not going to succeed doing this X, Y, and Z, but that computer doesn't know what's in here or in here. It just knows numbers. And that's the thing that, you know, I think is really cool about baseball is that it's always been such a gut feeling thing and not to go like, too far off the tangent, but like, that's kind of just comparable to life right now. It's just, people are so results driven. I think a lot of times people can pass up the intangibles that somebody could bring, like their work, you know, their effort, their, you know, dedication, the passion, the energy they can bring into a room that can light up the space and really energize everybody else to work their best. Like you need people like that. And maybe those people aren't the best numbers wise all the time, but to have a really good workplace, you need people like that that can keep team morale high. You, you absolutely do. And I'll give you a good example of it here in our own organization that we hired one on a while ago. He's that way from me right now. We'll see what <laughs> we produce this podcast if I'm pointing in the correct direction or not. Um, but yeah, no, there's, there's no substitute that for that whatsoever. I mean, you know, when people care, they perform better, right? And the world's just generally a better place. Um, I'm glad that you said that because I think it's an important thing that needs to be said a lot more. You know, people, once they become professionals and work for a few years can get really, really selfish and focused wholly on their own success. And, you know, you start getting back, backstabbing and things like that. I've seen it happen. It's counterproductive, right? So that's, yeah. uh, it's good to surface that and just put that out there into the world. Thanks for uh, coming on here and like just telling us about your experiences and stuff. It's, it's like, it, I feel like it's one of those things that even like, it's kind of interesting as we do these things and have these interviews, I still learn something like every time from somebody. And it's it, like, I, I'm learning from this as much as like anyone that would be listening would. So it's very cool to have someone come on here, especially someone I know that I talk to on a daily basis, share their experiences. And I'm like, wow, I'm still learning about things I can either add to my skill set, things I should work on, like things I didn't know about, you know, the industries, like stuff like that. So uh, thanks for taking the time to, you know, do that and share with it. Cause it's, it's yeah, no, I mean, I was, I was talking to Andrew a little earlier and just telling him kind of about my week, like from a work wise, I got into some details, but just getting to soak in as much as I could this week. um, It's a real learning experience. You can learn anything from anyone. You can learn something off from a guy off. He acts, you know, on the street. You see him walking down the street doing something. You can learn something from someone. Uh, you just really got to take everything in stride in life. You really just got to really pay attention and really learn. Honestly, you know, listening is better than talking. I know a lot of people like to talk, but listening, just you can learn so much. In, even from someone that's younger than you, even from someone that's lower in the organization than you, you can learn so much from someone every day. 
And honestly, I think that's the best way to work. I love being in a space where my voice is heard and I can hear other people's voices just because I, you know, there could be some 19 year old that knows something that I don't know. There could be someone who's like Andrew who has 20 years of business experience and inform me about various different things I could do in a meeting better. Like you never know, like you'd really, you really don't. So I, I really try to value what everyone says. And I like when I'm heard as well, because I think uh, sometimes I have some good ideas. So <laughs> you, you do indeed. And it cuts all ways, man, because I mean, same, same as you just said, there's a ton of stuff I've learned from Landon since he's joined us. Right. I mean, perspectives that you guys have being a different generation skills that you've developed that I never have and things like that. So, you know, collaboration, right. It's, it's everything. And, Jared, I'd like to thank you for coming on as well, man, because this has been, this is a learning experience for me too. I mean, I enjoy it. I think these conversations are valuable for anybody to have. I think they're valuable for people to watch. Um, Landon, you know, we have other guests lined up, obviously, for the next uh, few weeks and whatever. I'd love to have you back on and talk yeah, to of course. about this and see how your experience is going. If you're willing to do that down the road in the future, I think it might be a neat thing for, uh, for viewers to kind of follow along. Yeah, season's right around the corner. Training camp starts tomorrow. So uh, I'm going to be a pretty busy man uh, the next couple of weeks with training camp. But uh, everything should calm down. We have a three-week break in between uh, preseason and regular season, thankfully, because our first game is on the road at Washington. So we have a lot of time to prepare for our first game, which will be a very grand, very big thing that we're trying to do. I won't give away any you know secrets or anything, but um, – we had, we had some pretty cool things happen to us in the offseason, and I'm excited about the season. I really think uh, we have the right – from the field side, I think we have the right pieces going forward to be successful. Nice. That's awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, dude. I, I appreciate it. It's always nice getting to talk and learning a bit, little bit more about what you do. So thanks for uh, joining us today. Thank of course, so anytime. Much, yeah, of course. Anytime you guys want me back, I'll be on. Sounds good. Yeah, take care. Right. Take care, guys.